Hello everyone, this is Tom from Shared Sagas. I just wanted to start off this week's episode with a shout out to a brand new podcast on the D20 radio network of shows, and that is What Comes After. So What Comes After is a Genesis RPG actual play podcast, obviously part of our network. The tagline is as follows. The world as we know it ended in the mid-1980s, when billions of people died at once. Five years later, four survivors discover that everything is about to change again. Check them out. You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, we are now going to cut to how you are going to get there. Glad you asked. Ah. All right, so we've done the we've done the walking towards something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we do the slow pan up from boots all the way up to mask. Of course. That that like the moment where it's like the big dramatic moment, and the thing happens that takes all of the air out of it. Where it's like we walk towards the like. So where are we going? <laughs> well, glad you asked because it does a one hundred eighty degree flip. There is an enormous view screen attached to a supercomputer, mm. which is the second thing. Of course. That's Vulcan provided for me. Fantastic. And on that screen is the symbols as taken from the scroll, the ritual that Saurus laid low last time. Ooh, nice. There's been some sort of algorithm that's been running over it, trying to decode it, Mm -hmm. but not able to. It looks like it's clearly still in progress. Okay. I'm going to look over at Lantana. Can you work with this? The computer can't make sense of it. Um, are you sure you want to give this task to me, considering what happened last time? I think you're the best person for this type of work. There's nobody else here who understands this magic better than you. Okay, well, all right, let me see what I can do. And she just starts kind of looking at a few things and tapping away. Yeah, you're definitely assessing the situation. So roll plus your superior, please. Minus two. Yep. You are not superior. Seven. Seven, okay, fantastic. So you get to ask one of these questions. And the best one that I, I in, in fact, I'd say almost the only one that applies directly would be how could we best end this quickly? Or what here can I use to complete the ritual properly? Yeah, I think I would use that top here. The top question, what here can I use to complete the ritual permanently? Great. Finally, all the symbols make sense. After obsessing over this after your failure so long ago, all of a sudden, with crystal clear clarity, all the pieces fit. You know for a fact now that if it's you there at the scene, you will be able to perform the ritual correctly this time. Now, you know that the energy has um, is essentially all from the same source. So all you need to do is confront one of these monstrosities and that same power source there, if you correctly do it on, perform the ritual on one of them, it'll affect all of them and they will all permanently then be dormant. If you could even get the original fallen golem to return to its sanctum as well. Is it gonna walk back or is it gonna teleport back? Who knows? Okay, because that that is, we don't want a walking back. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing that caused the issues in the first place was just the sheer amount of collateral damage and destruction that occurred. So mm-hmm. I think she'd be very concerned about basically where they're going to be at the time that we encounter them. Because again, if they just fully collapse on 
a newly renovated part of the city we're just kind of creating that same environment again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i almost kind of want a situation where they could transformer style go back into the elements of the mm. environment that they were pulled from so if they're elements of things like you know uh, traffic lights and you know parts of a building and parts of a clock and all that kind of thing i kind of want them to reverse crumble yes. back to where they came and from that's probably, so you can do that you that can was, absolutely do that that was probably what happened the last time is that we stopped the ritual we didn't reverse the ritual yeah, yeah. so doing it properly doing it properly it'll effectively just kind of like almost morph almost teleport almost just undo what destruction was done just kind of basically heal everything do a bit of a do a bit of a wish spell reversal type situation a bit of a time a bit of a time rewind oh so even the buildings will come off like that yeah correct I'm going to I'm going to say as well that like thematically in order for me to do that part of the ritual instead of just once again making them dormant Mm -hmm that it would take an extraordinary power source to do that. Yes. To kind of combat that, to channel through the the spell to make that happen. So she knows that, and she probably won't disclose this to anybody, but she knows that she'll have to, in full force, bring out that entity inside of her that grants her her, her powers. Oh, right, okay. Because, of course, you are the doomed. And, of course, so we get a big superhero battle, you do have to weaken the thing first. You yeah. can't just do the ritual on a fully functional yeah. gigantic golem thing. You'll she'll, have to beat it down. She'll also be, like, really vulnerable because, like, she won't be able to do anything else other than do this ritual. So she's going to have to have... She's going to either have to be somewhere very, very safe or have somebody kind of Running defending her yes. as well. Absolutely. For a thematic story hook can we say that I am Harold is also aware that it may require a fair bit of energy to do this properly correctly yeah well you actually know about my fate whereas the rest yeah so I'm being aware of your fate he's gonna be like she's gonna pour herself into this because she knowing something about redemption and whatnot yeah so if you want to go for a moment say we're on the are we on the hinge copter yet we will be in a moment okay when we're on I'll I'll seat myself I'll seat myself next to Eclipse okay well let's let's cut to the hinge copter then it is not the hinge copter (laughs) (laughs) so anyway back to the hinge copter it's bicycle powered Everybody start pedaling on the ground. I'm just going to make a note hinge copter. No, no, no. What happens is that. I've never seen what happens when you fire all school flag That's good. That's good. Okay, so describe what the actual vehicle looks like and what it's actually called. It's a bow hinge 747. Get out. You know, that's fair. All right, let me talk. Pick a vehicle too. All right, so it is a. So it's a it's a car, okay. uh, a massive looking like wide as the Batmobile uh, style of car. Cool. Inside of the car, it is kind of arranged almost like a, a circular seating, uh, oh. but they can all kind of rotate into different stations. So you've got your uh, driver and uh, co-pilot, then you've got three in the back that can operate the various other accoutrements that uh, come with this vehicle. It is a older version of uh, one of Fulcrum's uh, many cars that they have hidden. Yes. Cool, yes. He got a new one, he gave the old one to you, didn't exactly he? Exactly that. It was yeah. This is a hand-me-down. You don't buy your teenage son a new car. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was during one of Fulcrum's um, uh, short-lived, uh, though memorable, uh, escapades where he and a bunch of other outsider heroes came together and he built a, uh, a vehicle specifically for all that, but then shortly afterwards decided that that wasn't for him and so decided to keep it to just the two of us. That's great, Awesome stuff. All right, cool. So you all get in this, and then it just—I mean—is it—is it just like—is it just turbo speed? It, yes. Can it, can it, it is, fly? It 
Whatever gets us there fastest, so let's... Okay, I already can fly. Let's, let's go with flying. <laughs> Why not? If it technically can't fly, it can go real fast. It can go fast enough that it doesn't have to worry about going on the roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. And then, of course, we have we cut to the inside the vehicle, and we can see that this uh, scene with Harold and uh, Antenna. So, Soto voice, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's two by two seats, like a bu- yeah. Yeah, with a bit of an aisle yeah. in the middle or whatever. Makes sense. Uh, Harold will lean over to eclipse or Shahida and say how much how much of yourself do you need to put into this ritual well it's not a small matter as you can imagine because stopping those things didn't work the first time yeah I know I know you thanks you'll pour yourself into it what else is there this is it was always going to end in some way it may as well be rectifying the wrongs and the damage that I did those months ago I'm not saying don't do it I'm just saying there's other ways and he'll have the ferrofluid you know come off from his face ostensibly to so you know you can see his face and see his earnestness but you also now see his eyes which are shining with the telltale signs of vibe oh you did it Harold what have you done she just kind of like whispers hoarsely under her breath she doesn't want the others to know yep I made the choice you know I was stuck in a monstrous form and now for short times I can control myself again I'm sure there are side effects, but who cares? They couldn't be much worse, could they? How many times have you taken this? Two or three. Tonight was the dance, so I wanted to look normal. You could use it. It might save you. Ooh. I'm just. I'm definitely not pushing it on you. I'm just. I have used it with no ill effects so far that I'm aware of. I mean, obviously, there's personality changes and things. I have a question. Who between you two, who has influence over the other or anyone? I think we might both have influence over each other. Mm, interesting. I don't have it written down, okay. so I don't know. You have influence over me. Okay. And I think I have influence over you. I think that happened in a previous session when I when I was I comforting you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Okay, sure. So I think we both have influence I over each other. With what she's saying, I like the idea once again because this this should happen quite regularly. Uh, I think she's shifting your labels. I think she's uh, putting your danger up and putting your mundane down. <laughs> My mundane don't go no lower than it is. Oh, well, uh, in that case, then you must take a condition. But can, but can your danger go up? No, also highest as it goes. Oh, do My danger and freak are high with this character. All right, then. Well, you can... You could argue freak up and savior down. Actually, that's true. Freak yep. also will not go any higher. I know. Drugs are bad. I know that. But what does it matter to me? I mean, how could the... How could it possibly get any worse? You've got to stop living your life like you're me. I know my fate. You don't know yours. So stop being such a goddamn emo. <laughs> There's more you can do, and this is not the answer. This has to be the last time. You can't take any more of this. If you do, I'll tell the others. I'll tell the school. I'm not really ashamed of it, but I understand. And you, you telling me that I'm an emo, you're the one walking around with literal eclipses on you. You think you're you're doomed, that you can't control it? It's part of you. I know my story, and I know the end of it. You don't know yours. Stop trying to be me. You don't have to use it. But if there's a choice between that and dying, maybe think about it. I'd rather die being myself than live with that kind of burden, that addiction. So, no, I'm not going to take it. Alright, I'm not going to pull my punches here. (laughs) Maybe you would rather die. But what about unleashing that which is inside you on people? Would you rather that happen? 
Well, we don't know that that's what happens. I thought you knew your fate. Not that bit. Not so sure now, are we? Listen, if I promise to try to stick around, if I hold on to what I've got here, if I try to contain what's within me while still using its power, will you agree that this is the last time you use Vibe? So I will have the ferrofluid uh, sort of recede on my arm, mm-hmm. and you see within my arm, kind of gross I guess, Yeah. <laughs> I have three little vials all stacked up, I'll just scoot them out, okay, and crush them. Great. Nice. Now nice. it's viable throughout the planet. Now it's viable throughout the planet. <laughs> You're all jacked up. <laughs> cool. Great. We cut to the outskirts of London. Coming up on London fast. The city is even more so in ruins. There are many fires that have started in various places. We can see helicopters swirling around. We can see in the distance that flashes and whirs and uh, strange morphing abilities of various other superheroes of the adult variety who are tackling and doing well holding their own against some of the larger monstrosities. There is one, however, that is on the outskirts and is endangering the lives of people in a large construction site. We can see that uh, a very sizable amount of construction was started in one of the areas that was very much in ruin when the monster, when the original monstrosity first entered the outskirts past the outer, you know, suburbs of London. And so we can see that there is just an enormous sort of quarry and scaffolding and a half-constructed building. There are many workers that were working late at night. And what the the eye, I, I like it, the, the, the actual eye of London, the... Um, spider eye. The spider eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> the eye of London morphed into a gigantic metallic spider is uh, effectively advancing upon this thing, climbing up at King Kong style, ripping apart. We can see that there are, there are workers that are, you know, screaming and stranded. Most of the superhero forces and emergency services of the mundane variety are actually on the other side or in different areas of the city. This one has kind of slipped through, possibly because it's extra fast because of the spider legs. It wouldn't weigh as much because it's... <laughs> it's more framework. It's more framework than it is. Does it have that creepy spider music they always put into... Uh, yes. That? <laughs> it, it sure does. Do you mean Plus Will Smith w- rapping about the Wild Wild West? Okay, that's yeah, a match. Nice. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so, with that, the leverage mobile pulls up at the front... <laughs> I'll accept it, okay. <laughs> and you all leap out, and we see the dramatic shot of you lined up with fire behind you, lighting you in a very cool fashion. The gigantic monstrosity sees. We see the dramatic shot, the music swells, and we can see this enormous creature turn now to look at a real viable threat, as though it can sense your very powerful presence. It goes, there's a strange scream that its twisted, vaguely spider like face makes that sounds like something between metal, just yeah, twisting, you know, shrieking metal. Yeah, shrieking again and being sort of twisted against metal as it comes down. You are all going into battle against a powerful foe. Sir, whom is the leader here? I'm going to put my hand up for this one. Okay. Mm. I've got the costume back on. He provided the transport. <laughs> I would disagree, and yes. not to shut your character down. Go for it. But Eclipse is the focus. I would agree that Eclipse is definitely going to be the focus, but I don't know if Eclipse is calling the shots yet. Oh, no, I'm not calling the shots. I just, I know what my... My role is. I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. I I, I, I understand both points. I, I I agree that in fact leverage is the leader, mm-hmm. whereas okay. you're the you're the, I'm, I'm the a, runner. I'm, I'm a linchpin. In yes. The sense God, that, yeah. 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 That, 
what I have to do is, you know, kind of one of the more important things, but I certainly, I, I'm not in a position to give orders no. or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm basically going to be sitting in a trance trying to shut this thing down. Right. You are the Urukai running with the torch <laughs> towards <laughs> wow. Helm's Deep. Very good. So we're going to add two to the pool now. Yes, we're also going to add plus one more because I'm the leader of the um, Leave the team now, but do you have influence over every teammate? I believe I do, actually. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! I mean, I don't know Harold. No, the, yeah, you're actually the, everyone has influence over me except for you. Then right. only because we haven't yeah. had as much interaction. We have not. No, that's okay. Now, does everybody have the same purpose in the fight? Oh, that's a good question. Leverage. What is the what is the purpose of this fight? To end the threat and make up for the mistakes uh, of Earthfall. Does anybody disagree with that statement? I, I have a sub-goal, yeah. but that doesn't make me disagree with that. Doesn't contradict that no. you, you would still count that as the primary... Yeah, that is the primary goal. Okay, perfect. In that case then, we add another team. Uh, does any team member mistrust the leader or the team? No. No. Okay. Great. Is your team ill-prepared or off-balance? No. No. You've never been no. more on point in your little... in your young careers. <laughs> okay then. So, with that then, we open. Uh, Leverage, you in first, what do you do? You see this thing bearing down upon you, mostly because you're standing in front. Am I, is it bearing down upon me or is it bearing down upon the workers? Well, actually, no, it, it is now, for the time being, it has ignored the workers and is moving away. However, there are still some workers that are in danger because the parts of the building that have been smashed out, you can see at least two of them are actually just kind of there hanging from scaffolding, suspended over a, a deathly plummet. Right. Stupid place for them to be. Well, it, they, they didn't intend to be there. They have their who, the, who imagines that the floor were taken out from under them. I'm gonna start calling out some plays very quickly before I put myself into this. So basically, some Sunhawk, get those civilians. Sure. Ricochet, get Lantana somewhere safe so she can get uh, working. Yep. Harold, you and I will stop the uh, will stop the eye. Fantastic. And at that point, uh, yeah, gonna throw myself uh, into it to try and see if I can um, look for something that might be able to slow it, like hitting certain joints where the framework has uh, been put together. Fantastic. Not an enviable task for one bereft of powers. It's uh, literally true. So I'm looking for, like, you know, what I've got with uh, weapons and gadgets would be uh, kind of like uh, I'm gonna need a settling torch. I'm going to need some gadget narration to see whether, whether you even qualify to directly engage a threat. So, yeah, fair enough. So, so, let's, yeah, so let's do it. Saying, a, settle, uh, a settling torch in one hand, phosphorus or some sort of um, acid-like um, uh, dart cool. projector. Yeah. So, yeah, basically looking to try <laughs> and weaken the structure a bit so that it uh, slows the advance. And look, on brand, you know all about hinges Inches. and leverage leverage and yes. fulcrums and whatnot so you find the one weak spot that you know just some good old fashioned blue torching and acid could probably do so please roll to directly engage a threat alright here we go I'm taking plus one going f plus one forward because I'm captain of the team yes that is a nine I'm going to spend a team or do somebody I... else has to spend a team to help oh you. my apologies so who wants to help him out to push that up to a sweet ten yep fantastic just just describe real quick how you help him out so before he, he before he goes he sallies forth yes uh, so Ricochet pulls the case off of her back okay and basically lays it down on the ground mm -hmm. she presses a couple of buttons and three little glowing balls just go like just pop at the top of the um, at the top of the case. That's awesome. She yep. catches them and go and, and says, "Hey, leverage." Yeah. Present and Ooh. tosses them to him. Okay. And That's so awesome. they're basically. I'm going to use them pretty much right now. So if you want to tell me what the effect is, or describe the effect that it has. Little bombs. I oh, like, like, like little bomb bombs. Like 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 little uh, Robin slash Batman bombs. Oh yeah. So Fantastic. so kind of they they split in half. 
and you just slap them on, and boom. <laughs> that's awesome. So that happens. Boom. How do we do? So that's a 10. That's a 10. Pick, All right. Pick two. I'm going to resist and avoid their blows. Good. One of the huge, gigantic steel arms just sort of swings down, but you use your grapple hook just to flip around and avoid Actually, it. Actually, uh, it brings down, but it's mostly made of lattice, so I'm treating it kind of like a jungle gym. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you just it, and then swing it through it. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. And then, if I can, I'm taking something from them, which is the... I'm going to say the ability to move. That's great. So, so it can't... It can't immediately go back and uh, it's it's stuck here for now it's it's in yeah. this. so we'll say that maybe in, in doing so you take out one of its legs which sort of mm-hmm. crumples out from under it yep. and it moves down still the other legs are very much intact but we'll say that the one leg is really dragging now and maybe wedged between two buildings so it's mm-hmm. not moving anywhere fantastic um as per the instructions sunhawk are you going up to free the civilians you can see a couple of them are sitting there sort of swinging about about ready to fall as as you look up one of them finally loses his gripping a large guy in a hard hat, sort of like, ah, what do you do? Uh, I get a grab him. Yeah. How, how so? Uh, well, I don't have legendary speed right now, so I can't just beat the buzzer. So I think I just have to try and catch him. Okay, fantastic. Sort of, now, uh, can you fly? Uh, no. Okay, yeah. cool. Do you have energy projections that you can use to catch him with? Nope. Cool, excellent. You're just super strong. Uh, yeah. Right. I catch him real hard. I catch him real hard. <laughs> I catch him real hard. Yeah, you can push the blow. Yeah, Absolutely. you can fully take it in your knee. I mean, you can sort of you can run up a building, like jump up a building, and leap, 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 insecure condition because I didn't want to dance with somebody. Perspective. Yes. <laughs> I assume that's because it's minus two to defend someone and that's technically what I'm doing, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very true. Fortunately, my... Uh, so getting, getting and uh, resolving conditions is all part of the game. Yeah. So have a look mm-hmm. at how you can resolve the conditions. Basically, the way the way conditions work is you either resolve them in a positive way by getting some support from someone, or you resolve them in a negative way by lashing out in some way. All of them have got a negative way to get rid yeah. of them. So, like, what is it? Insecure? Taking foolhardy action without talking to your team. So think about how you might be able to do that. But <laughs> certainly after, seems like the time for it, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, after this roll. Uh, fortunately, my savior is plus three, so I'm still coming out ahead. Yes. And I rolled like a motherfucker. So how does 11 work for you, Tom? Uh, it works pretty good. <laughs> it works pretty good. So you you definitely keep yeah. them you definitely keep them safe, and you choose one of the following. Do you want to add team to the pool? Do you want to take influence over someone that you protect, or do you want to clear a condition because you ain't insecure anymore? So we see a scene of you just maybe like, like, just jumping up, grabbing this guy, smashing through a wall of the building, and just like you know putting him down safely. He looks up at you with frightened eyes and says, "You're a real hero." And Ron's are like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> <aren't I?" laughs> you did dance, son, but you danced. <laughs> <laughs> just did the Han Solo. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Camera pans down to Proteus. Proteus, what are you doing? I will preternatural speed. Yeah. Um, so I, oh, I should say I have um, left my prosthetics, my prosthetic legs in the hinder, and I'm now using the ferrofluid to fill in the lower cool. part of my legs. Yeah, that's obviously cool. they can't transform with me. So obviously. So snaking, you truly are the leader there, Leverage, because mm-hmm. you went exactly what I was planning to do. So yeah. Sneaking up, up the body to the nearest leg near me. Mm-hmm. How far apart are his legs? Um, Between one and the other leg. You know, I mean, I mean, 
Hundreds of, like, a lot. D- d- uh, very, very far. Well, I mean, up to you. Describe what you want to... I think I'll just do the one then. Okay. So basically, I squeeze almost in liquid form mm-hmm. through the gaps in its leg oh, where cool. the wireframe attaches to the main body. That's awesome. And then I will harden and expand myself, oh. popping the leg off. So I'll turn myself to the consistency nice. of diamond yeah, and yeah. grow myself just a, mm-hmm. just enough and something will have to give and metal will give long before I do. So I'll just mm-hmm. pop yep. the leg off. Well, you are directly engaging a threat, sir. So roll and add your danger, please. Yep. Uh, seven, a plus, my danger is three, mm-hmm. so I am spicy danger man at ten. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, so you get to pick two. You get to, first of all, not take any damage yourself. Mm-hmm. You get to, Which makes sense if I'm turning myself mm-hmm. as hard as diamond. Yep. You get to take something from them, you get to create an opportunity for your allies, or you get to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I will take something from it, its leg. Yeah, its leg, that's fine, yeah, done. So this leg just snaps off. Completely, yeah. directly. And I'll Perfect. create an opportunity. Or you're, or, or resisting the blows. I actually have my own way of resisting powerful physical blows and things, so I'll, I'll go for the team thing. Um, yeah. With it now, with two legs down, okay. I'll create an opportunity for whoever next attacks it, just that it's essentially, you know, Rich. off shelter, immobile, you know, whoever wants to attack it. As, as it sort of slumps down to the ground, creating a gigantic whirring sound, it turns around and lashes out towards Ricochet. Ricochet, what do you do? I am gonna... Now it's now it's basically oh on its God. side. Yeah. So three of its legs, two of its legs are taken out. It's just reaching forward with a gigantic clawed steel hand for you. I'm a dodge. Um, I'm actually going to teleport about five feet to the left. Nice. And do you want to? I mean, but you know, do you want to try to like uh, attack it as well, or are you um, looking to? Is your primary concern now to get yes. Montana? To uh, uh, and put her to a new position as instructed, or yes. is it to well since it's going for me, I'm going to sort of fight back on it. Lantana takes priority here, I think. Okay, great. So it, yeah. so- it sounds like then mostly then what you're doing is mm-hmm. uh, avoiding this by grabbing Lantana and trying to teleport <laughs> yourself away. So you're defending manhandling her. Yeah. So you well, well, you're, you're still defending her. So roll yeah. and add your savior. Okay. All right. Oh God, this is gonna suck. <laughs> it is savior minus two. Oh God, it's seven. So that's fine. So okay. seven's great. Okay, good stuff then. So um, on a seven to nine, it costs you. So you expose, you expose yourself to danger and you're going to get a condition. Your choice. Ooh. Like either you don't pull it off as well as you would like, it looks a bit messy and you're insecure, or as this thing's coming down on you, despite all your heroics, you are fucking terrified, so you get afraid. Or, uh, you know, or maybe it clips you a little bit, gives you a, sort of knocks you aside and makes you pissed off and angry. Your, uh, your, call, com- your call completely. Good for angry. Great. So you know what? It's just, you know what? Damn it. I didn't teleport quickly enough. You're angry at yourself. You're angry at this fucking thing. But the most important thing is that Lantana is teleported somewhere safely. I mean, on the top of a building nearby, so you have a good clear view of this thing. But yes. You're, you're out of its grasping hands. Great. Lantana, what do you do? Um, I think she's just got to start the ritual. So. Okay. She's... Um, I mean, how do we want to say this week, this look? So last time we had some scrolls. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it kind of looks the same. It's it's the scrolls, you know, and I'm going to say that... Are they the same scrolls that we had uh, from the previous one? Uh, I think we've had to, like, remake them because we've had to reword the... If I can suggest a strategy then. Her weapon, her gadgets and my supercomputer means that you might have, like, a tablet or phone or some sort of reader that uh, you could work from. It's not really what I was thinking. No, this is more of a magic thing. So okay. uh, I'm going to say that you suggested that and she was like, no, I'm old okay. school. Cool. <laughs> uh, so she kind of hovers the, the the scroll in front of her and, and unrolls it mm-hmm. um, and it, it starts to glow and she does the whole thing where she sits cross-legged um, and floats up 
slightly from the, the ground and starts chanting the symbols on the page. The symbols on the page move around and shift oh, as she cool. chants them as well. Now, you did mention that this part of the ritual would actually require some energy investment. Yes. So how does that matter? And potentially some great risk. So describe that in detail. So she kind of, and this is not raunchy, she kind of zips down the front of her top and you see that there's kind of like a, an indentation in her, her chest. It's kind of like an old scar, but it's mostly just almost like a, a chest is, is concave slightly mm -hmm. in the center. She takes a, a ritual blade and she creates a small, a small cut or incision there. Uh, and then from that, a, a, a black kind of like energy or liquid starts trickling from it and accumulating kind of in a in a ball in front of her, growing slightly larger and larger by the second mm. accumulation of that power and she's kind of wielding it between her her hands, chanting this, um, and it starts to glow that inverted black colour. And yeah, that's kind of what that looks like. She okay. you see her, you know, starting to look paler and paler and sicker and sicker. Mm. Um, but okay. also like her body is looking like that, but her her brightness and her glow is becoming more and more intense. Oh, you're definitely unleashing your powers. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. That's for sure. So we, would you please roll and add Freak? Mm-hmm. So that's 10. Great. So you you absolutely do it. Now, will this ultimately cause you to perish? Or or is it just going to severely weaken you? Like, what is it? How much of your power will you have to invest in this, do you think? She previously was planning on, on pouring all of herself out into this and kind of just bringing her sad story to a conclusion as she felt fated to that. But she made a promise and she is thinking about Proteus and she's thinking about all of her other friends and that's kind of giving her that extra strength or power. Great stuff. Love so it. in terms of what she wants now, she doesn't want to give her life for this. Mm -hmm. Whether or not that happens, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Okay. Leverage. Yep. From your high vantage position, pretty much on the back of this thing by now, like you're, yes. you're, you're right up the top on mm -hmm. what would be, I guess, kind of its upper shoulders. Like you have like a, some gantries and catwalks. Yes, you have a grand view of both uh, where Proteus is kind of popped out as in his diamond form. You can see the mm -hmm. building top where Ricochet and Lantana are still there with Ricochet guarding Lantana now that she's all up in a way Ricochet's probably now going to uh, come in and join Getting the fun yep. uh, you, you see that the, the, the construction workers at the present time one of them is in broad to safety the other has not and is still, is still hanging what do you do? Alright then that's my next priority Okay. so it's like a swan dive off the uh, gantry okay. using uh, the collection of crisscrossing framework like a like a uneven bars okay. uh, as a gymnast so kind of moving around and uh, flipping and uh, bouncing and um, catapulting myself out of uh, that area. Perfect. And then at the apex of the leap, hit the grappling hook and swing to try and catch or get this uh, construction worker out of the area. Yeah, so she, she's a slightly older woman, and but with real, a real strong grip. She's been holding Good. on for a long time. But mm. you can just see it as you as you are swinging towards her, she trusts herself to her new savior. Just lets go. Well, let's you, find out. you catch her perfectly. Let's hope. Cool. Cool. You're going to roll to okay. someone. All right, making a roll with your normal spec. <laughs> no, actually, superhuman physique. 
Oh, that's he's, like, he's, like, he's like Batman with a bit of Captain America. All right, uh, so that's a seven. Uh, my savior is plus two, so that takes it up to a nine. Okay. Uh, anyone want to throw in a bit of team to bring it to a ten? Well, I've created. Oh no, I created an opportunity. On the so let's, oh, let's say that. Let's say that Langwood I popped is just sort of fallen into the direction that could be helpful for you. Like slide down it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the last minute, basically, that leg just kind of crashes into the side of the building as you grab her and you just kind of like have this now as a beautiful slippy slide to uh, to, to, to ski you down to safety and you you put her gently on the ground. But you also, of course, get to either add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. Uh, no conditions are clear. I'll put another team back into the pool. Fantastic. Basically, all of you, are, this is all coming together so well. The team is just like, yeah, we're feeling, feeling good. About, feeling good about this, okay. uh, Sun, so Sunhawk, you can you can see that thankfully the other person that you were looking to move on to next to save has been taken care of by leverage. leverage, and so now of course it is your. Do, do, do you want to go down and lay some whooping on the monster or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. How, how, mean, how do you do it? Sunhawk just goes straight for it. Like, you just jump off the building. I think and just yeah. plummet those you know eight stories, and he he relies very heavily on his magical armor. Cool. Because he's young and it does protect him from a lot of damage. That's awesome. And yeah. honestly, he's never found the upper limits because it's... Ooh. He's never had an opponent strong enough to test that. Well, let's test it now, shall we? As you so he does full age, age stories and kind of do the superhero landing on this thing. Yeah. That, that's cool. Just the world's biggest elbow drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Let's do it. Roll to, roll to uh, directly engage a threat. Add danger. Uh, danger. Mm. Uh, that's the thing. Oh, it's not good. Let's <laughs> see how we do. Let's see how we do. We got the danger. She is not good. We have team. Uh, That's all right. That is six, and my danger is at a minus one. So that's going to take the five, but. I'll lend a hand, and I imagine there'll be a couple of others who do the same. Oh yeah, let's see if we can really do this. If you, if, yes. <laughs> if you all come together, you'll be you'll inflict the final condition so that this thing can then be taken out potentially with the ritual. So let's see. Let's talk about how everyone helps. Let, let's start with Ricochet. That's can okay. I just say I already created an opportunity on this thing before. That's true. He did. So I'm not sure what that means. Well, that no. So, so that was for. I see. Uh, no, it was. Oh yes, it was to we, help out with the with the defend. Then, but we also played a team for that. So it's, it's, it's like stacking. We're stacking aspects. We're yeah, stacking. Yeah. Uh, we're stacking things because like, like every single thing. person can describe how they help and add one of the team. You got I think. I think the question was that his last action was to cause the uh, leg to jut out that I used to slide down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the opportunity they gave me the plus one, not so much the team that did it. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. we should be up a team. Then we should be up a team. That, that's fair. That's what I was getting yeah. And yeah. now you can just... Now, so, yeah. First of all, just quickly, yeah. Ricochet, well, Ricochet, go for it. How do you... How do you... You see this all happen. You mm. see that uh, Sunhawk is descending, 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 but maybe his aim is just a little bit off. Maybe this thing's just going to move a bit too much, so he's not going to hit it properly. What do, you, what do you do to help? Do you, like, teleport and sort of course correct him in the air? <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> Hey, tell him next to him, grab him in the chest. <laughs> Ten feet to the left. You know, and then drop I mean, up, up to you. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, I will. Awesome. It's, it's, yeah, it's something that she doesn't do very often, but damn it, she's going to try. When the time calls. Awesome. Yes, that's right. So you, as he's falling, you see he's going to miss, so you teleport next to him, grab him in the air, and then teleport yourself and him, you know, 20 feet to the right so that yeah. he's, he's now once again descending with his gigantic elbow drop to come down on this thing yes fantastic and, I, don't uh, think, I don't think some hook, I mean I was joking about that but I always joke about elbow well, drop well we could also just say that it kind of shifted its position and she course corrected yeah. it because you won't be able to yeah. in free fall well once you're falling no exactly um, Harold how does Harold help I think 
So you're in the middle of this thing's body, yeah, yeah, still yeah. poking into it as a gigantic diamond form. You can see Sunhawk descending from like four or five stories above. You can see that now he's kind of on track, but you know what? He could probably use a boost to give it a good hit. Yeah, I'm just wondering. He needs to, I can't really increase his speed. I thought about I could spread out to sort of gum it up. You know. Lash out with some tentacles and help pull him down. Type yeah. Oh yeah. Or Actually, just, if you move the framework aside, wherever this thing's the core heart it, or yeah. whatever it is, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So whipping around now to yep. sort of look at the trajectory Sunhawk's bearing down on, mm-hmm. I will, you know, basically and have a couple of extra arms come out of my side. Nice. And just stretch and grow and just imagine like the you know the hero who holds the door open kind of thing. Got you. Like that, but yeah. just stretching the girders and things out of the way, creating a really clear path for him. For, for, to a nice real like so, so, sort of a really central hinge to this whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the equivalent of its spine. Well the eye. Yeah, In fantastic. The, of the, the London Eye's eye. Absolutely. Freak and or danger? Don't need to roll. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's describing he's, he's spent. Oh, yeah. yeah, as long as your description fits and it, it's perfect, it certainly does. Does Nadia get involved in this one? I'm, I think well, I'm, I'm out of the frame, yeah. yeah. That's well, well, but that's still... You, you can still help in so, some way if you can describe it. Yeah. Like, what I think, while all this is going... I think thematically we want everyone together. Oh, okay. Yes, while, you know, he's descending, maybe you can lash out with some extra power, like maybe this entity could help unleash something, you know, like maybe the ritual could help bind it in just the right place. Yeah, be creative. Could you tap into Sunbird's quasi-mystical state? Uh, okay. I can use telekinesis. So while doing the ritual, you concentrate on Sunhawk and, and sort of pull him down with telekinesis, maybe? or uh, I can create some shielding. That's good. Yeah, that, that's awesome as well. So however hard he hits, he's not going to be hurt. It's just going to be, you know, him creating this little indestructible ball of plummeting Sunhawk. Yeah. That's badass. All right, then. So yeah, spend a team. Yep. And finally, leverage. All right. So with the... Um, what, what are we at now, by the way? Uh, oh, we're well and truly... Highest that we're going to get. He was on uh, five, I think it was. So what highest that we're going to get. Were you on a six or a five? He, was on a, he rolled a six, but he's at negative one for danger, I think it is. Yes, I'm at negative one for danger. So, I'm, uh, so it was a five. My yep. roll came out of a five. Then we had a six... Seven, yeah. eight. We're not going to get to a ten, but yes. my assumption is that you want everyone to be involved in yeah, this thing. Exactly. To for, kind of cap this. For what could be the final blow, so let's do it, why not? Yeah, all right. So, uh, having saved uh, the wound from the construction site, yes, uh, I can see that uh, there is a burning corona almost of um, gold and white. Uh, sheathed in negative image black bearing down like this uh, meteor from the heavens that's awesome and don't crash into it Sunhawk yeah <laughs> no it's just it's just that's not Sunhawk that's just God being like fuck this thing in particular <laughs> yeah and, that's great uh, seeing the seeing that the way has been open, uh, the only thing that I can uh, really do is hit the grappling hook and propel myself straight up. Yes. Uh, so as he's falling down, I'm going past as, as I uh, spear upwards, and then as I turn, uh, at, our eyes meet as we go past. <laughs> of course. Uh, and then at the apex of uh, the height. Yep. Basically grabbing on uh, to like a, a leg or something like that, whatever they can grab onto to help hurl you down. And I'll just wait for Nick to start. <laughs> and I'll just wait for oh Nick to God. finish shipping. And yeah. <laughs> all right, never. But continue. <laughs> what does that happen? I know. Uh, look, buddy, uh, there there are some things that I'm doing here that are explicitly for you. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's All right, that's okay. I'll tell you what. Uh, grabs grabs the uh, grabs the waist uh, band, his belt, and then with his strength, uh, hurls him uh, hurls him down to increase acceleration toward the heart. But what if you just made me damage my perfect face? Do you ever stop and think about that? <laughs> <laughs> He'd like him anyway, no matter what you look. It's true. It's true. It's true. With. <laughs> 
Okay, with that, Sunhawk descends into this thing's head, goes right through it, and it explodes. So basically, you pretty much take this thing out, Sunhawk. So please, please describe exactly how it manifests. So basically, the way I see it happening is Sunhawk just, yeah, really, the attack, the, the weapon... For lack of a better term, he's using is his divine shield. Mm -hmm. So he's mostly just setting up so like that he hits it, creates an impact, and then doesn't like snap his neck by landing badly. Cool. So I think yeah. he actually sort of like does a little rotation and lands on his back a bit. Okay, that's awesome. Pick that one then. Uh, resist or avoid taking their blows. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that is uh, definitely definitely something because I uh, yeah slightly over rotate well not yeah. over rotate but slightly rotate and basically just tuck up. Yeah, that's perfect. A, yeah, You're like in getting as indestructible indestructible little glowing sunball. Yeah, it smashes through. This thing's head almost comes off. It crashes down to the ground with a slow, agonizing metal screaming against metal sound as it eventually kind of. It's disabled for now, and you can see that the energy that was effectively powering it, this sort of greenish glow, mm. sort of starts to suffuse and move around and morph, but it's like it's going for another home. Unless it is counted. So let's see how this ritual occurs. You are, you are doing the ritual, and so you, my dear, are going to be really bringing this home to complete the ritual and do it all well. So I think you're going to be, in fact, unleashing your powers. Yes, that would be correct. Okay, so this ball of liquid energy has been growing and growing and growing and growing throughout the, the progress of this fight. It's then going to, I think, hmm, just trying to work out how I want to visualize this. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the, the ball of energy, light, liquid matter is just going to rise up and move towards uh, one of the creatures. Awesome. Uh, the one we're engaged with. Of course. Is basically going to try to almost absorb the thing itself. Yeah, okay. So like a sponge absorbing all of that excess residual magic mm -hmm. into itself. Kind of like a... Do you remember the thing from Spider-Man, the effect of Spider-Man from when Venom... Not Venom. Which yeah, one? Venom kind of like the, the suit kind of crawled across the skin. It's like oh, the, yes. The yes. symbiote. Yeah, this, yes. so it's kind of like the symbiote or, or the power of light is just going to creep over the structure itself and bleed the magic away from the structure and into itself. Fantastic. All right, then. And I rolled two sixes. Nice. Wow. Okay. It works perfectly. Describe how this ritual works 100% perfectly and everything is utterly reversed and reverted and everything works out well. So the structure is covered in this strange dark liquid light and it pulses and pulses faster and faster and faster and then it lifts up again and collects into this ball and glows and rotates and the structure that's left when it, it's removed itself from the uh, the golem uh, just starts to crumble and crumble and crumble onto it itself and then the the energy kind of spins for a few moments in the air and then lowers to the ground and absorbs into the earth what happens with the golem is that it slowly starts to almost in like reverse time style move backwards recreating cool. all of the movements that it had made before in reverse time and then quicker and quicker and quicker kind of 
shoots back to where it first came from and resumes the, the object that it once was. Fantastic. So the eye is now once again perfectly constructed. This feeds through to the other structures and the city itself is largely healed of destruction. Unfortunately, the lives that were lost are not returned, but the actual buildings themselves revert and sort of morph back into each other. The uh, Stonehenge itself is more or less teleported back. The fingers are, you know, kind of brought back and it's... I feel like it, it absorbs into the earth and then through underneath yeah. the earth's yeah. channels pops itself back up. Fingers pushing through the earth where they once were. Okay, fantastic. And then we see your characters on now perfectly intact city streets and buildings. Still devoid of people. Can we say that the um, where Stonehenge fell originally, like on the centre of London, yeah. the buildings are recreated but marked in some oh, way? That's cool. Maybe like shot through with stone and green, you know, green mm -hmm. yeah. veins yeah. of minerals as like a yeah. reminder. The reason Stonehenge rose in the first place was cool. to protect the planet from the sinner. I like that. So you are successful. You have saved the city. Any final little scenes that you want to do? Is there, Is there a consequence to you unleashing these powers or have you managed to master them at 12 uh she she is still alive she looks very very tired and very very sick and quite different uh her eyes are no longer black mm -hmm. they have resumed normal looking eyes so she's just got dark brown eyes cool mm -hmm. and her hair has gone back to a natural dark brown as well mm -hmm. So she's alive but she is possibly without her powers Oh, so things have radically changed. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. That's just what it looks like. We don't really know yeah. what's, happened. Yeah. what's happened exactly. But she looks like a normal girl, much more so than she ever has before. Your um, your top would still be zipped to reveal the, the cavities in the yep. chest. Is that filled in or is that as is? That's kind of like scabbed over. Okay. Mm. Cool. Anything anyone wants to say to each other? I think... Um, I think... Uh, Sunhawk pulls himself out of this little crater that he created <laughs> for a brief brief moment there's yeah. this like magical shield on his back and then yeah. just dissipates and he's like mm. did anyone else see that? <laughs> That's great. Did we win? I think we won I think we won enough for both times. Alright. Fantastic. Good work everyone. <laughs> That's our back. Yes. Harold is as the vibe effects start to wear off he's mm. sort of not, he's returning to more himself which is somewhat misshapen but not as bad as it was before. Vibe only lets you, you know, it accelerates your powers, like it yep. overcharges them, but it doesn't give you any powers you didn't have. Right, right. And with the, you know, the ability to access the full extent of his later powers, he's, you know, better than it was, still not there. Still no legs, but mm -hmm. now he's wearing a suit. It's not as, you know, apparent. He can use his suit to, for now, it can act as an advanced prosthetic, but uh, yeah, better than it was, but... Fantastic. And I think we cut to just above, we see a news helicopter that has been filming you for the last while, sort of swerve around. We maybe cut to a montage. There's a shot of Ricochet looking directly into the camera. Nice. And just like, click. <laughs> to turn the camera off. Nice. Okay, so, yeah, so basically, it seems as though your publicity now is good. You have clearly, demonstrably shown that you can now be good, a good little 
the superhero team team. You still have to finish your academy time, mm. but for the most part, public opinion towards you has swayed. We maybe have a maybe have a montage of Fulcrum, you know, just sort of giving you an appraising, you know, class one shoulder. Yep. He's all you know battered and bloody from battling another golem three blocks over. Yep. We see that uh, obviously uh, the, the news crew are there putting cameras and microphones in your face, asking what your superhero team name is called. Later on, you kind of just see Lantana trying to move a glass with her telekinesis and she seems to struggle and it takes a lot of effort but she's actually able to do it cool, cool. that's cool this kind of insinuates that like she actually always did have telekinesis the, that power mm. um, and a power set and what happened to her with the ritual separately to that where she had this entity placed inside of her was still a separate thing mm, okay maybe that's... she was chosen because she had that yeah. power perhaps yeah. so finally what is yes please oh so there's one more thing um so there's a shot of ricochet walking into one of the um sm- uh, like a part of the library oh yes cool and there is a there, there's a table next to the next to the window where there's an older woman sitting mm, there okay that looks a lot like her oh i see nice and um, there's a small conversation where there's an offer to go back to oh. new york oh my yes and then you don't hear an answer but just uh, a very small shake of the head. Mm. Nice. That's that's badass. And what what is yes. One more thing. One more thing. <laughs> <laughs> all, I think we all I think we all have a one more thing. That's okay. Yeah, please, we please. Do. Weeks later, as people have started to repopulate the area of the, the where the ritual had occurred, you see kind of the an energy being kind of pull itself up from the ground and it's the same color of that energy that she created for the ritual <laughs> with a green center inside of its its chest mm. um, and it looks like it's in the shape of a human being but has no features cool. whatsoever and it gets up looks around and just starts strolling down the street oh my yeah. anybody else have a one more thing Dang, I really wish that had been the last one. All right. <laughs> there is a shot of Leverage who is now parlaying his um, reversal of fortunes or um, public opinion cool. to take up the crusade that Zeitgeist had uh, put forward. So Leverage is in front of the student faculty. Oh, cool. And he and them are hashing out a new charter that will result in a, uh, a student council being constructed, one that the faculty will work with in order to address the concerns of the students and their um, recent um, consequences of stress that have been thrown at them. That's awesome. That's really cool. All right, then. So, with that, you have assembled as a team. What's your team called? Earthrise. Ooh. Earthrise? I like it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, just... No, I'm actually a little on board on that one. The Revengers. <laughs> no. So, Earthrise oh, it is. Fade to black, cut to credit. So, the rock theme. Excellent work. Thank you so much, everyone. That was really, really great. And see. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.